right. Right? It's laying down some facts right there. Sweet. Okay. All right. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Michael. And Corey. Uh, and today, we're going to talk about um, trip planning. Well, it's podcast number six. Podcast number six. And we're going to talk about trip planning. Um, you know, we've been writing articles at overlandbound.com. That was a plug. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> for you know, five years or something like that. And um, we have some that are really popular and, and one of them is the trip planner and, and attached to the trip planner, we've got this PDF that you can download. We're gonna to talk to you about our philosophy about planning trips. There are two kinds of people. There are, there are planners and there are not planners, right? So one of the things about Overland Bound is um, that we want to make it super, super accessible. We want to feel, we want you to feel like you can get in the car and go. I tend to not be a planner, <laughs> but there's a prerequisite to that. You guys have seen Get Out of Town in 20 Minutes, right? That video, and really, there's a lot of prep work that goes into not planning. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. But I really, you know, the fact of the matter is, as long as you are doing a moderate trip with, you know, a moderate temperature, um, you can get away with murder. Yeah. Right. If it's not snowing and it's not ice, which takes a lot more preparation, then you can really get in your car. And as long as you have enough water and you have protection from the elements, you don't need anything else. You will survive might not be comfortable, but you'll survive. And the point is to just get out there and do it. So when we require a little bit more planning, like, you know, this last winter we went to Moab. Wait, wait, let's hold. Cold. Let's hold there for a second. Yeah. Let's hold and focus on the fact that you are, by default, a very challenging person to ask to plan things this is about our relationship not about trip planning and overlanding so this is about our relationship so not true. she's she's getting into this, our relationship now this, i i <laughs> i happen to like the process of planning i like getting my hands on things i like getting because i don't because well <laughs> all right i'm just kidding i'm well, just kidding like i i really savor and enjoy the um uh, I threw you under the rig there. Uh, I like getting involved in the small details that can make a trip more, I'll use the word elegant, even though it's not like a very rustic word. Um, the problem solving, the, the moment where something comes up on the trail and you've already packed the thing that is the solution, that feels good to me. It feels like a game. It feels like a puzzle. Um, now, however... You are more of a, let's just go. Like, let's go. Like, go, 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 go. Figure it out on the moment, in the moment, on the fly. Like, you are a it requires bit more having, and tumble where I'm more yeah, conservative. It, it, it has to do with having the gear already. I know that I have it. And I'm very, I will admit. Except my pillow. I will admit that. You know, what I see as easy is not necessarily easy for everyone. Um, I'm very comfortable with my gear and what I have. And I am sure 
that I have the things I need. So that's all about pre-planning. And post, well, post-trip. Yeah. Turns into your pre-plan. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so I do tend to be, you know, jump in the truck and start driving in a direction. Mm-hmm. And I really um, encourage that for everyone. But it does take pre-planning in order to do that. Well, let's, we let's talk. It. Yeah, let's talk about how um, how you've gotten to that point. So first of all, living in California makes it very easy because the climates aren't extreme here. We have a very moderate range. Um, so when it comes to heavy duty gear or super hot and dry or super cold and wet, like we, I feel like we're kind of lucky to be yeah. within a mild range of a weather yep. variable. Um, so that helps. Um, but also at this point in time, because you and I have been making trips together for five years and you were you you were doing it before we met. Before they had internet. Before the internets. <laughs> um, but we've come up with a system. Before we were civilized. And I, d- I didn't realize that we didn't really, we weren't really thinking. We weren't thinking about after our trip. We weren't thinking, like, we were just doing. And so then... After, you know, over time, I developed the the sheets I use to plan trips, and I think it's just become like our our template of, you know, our mental checklist to make sure that we're putting our thoughts, asking ourselves the right question before questions before we hit the trail, versus asking questions on the trail and not having the answers to them. It took me a while to get my head around it because it's strategic, not tactical. Yeah, well, all right. And I, d- I tend to be tactical. I'm like, I'm going to snow. I need boots. This, So this, you know, the planner, it, it makes sure you're asking the right questions. Yeah, so at the top, at the very, very top, it's, it's super simple. Where are we going? Yeah, what so is the destination? What's the destination? How far are we going? How many days do we have water? What's the weather going to be like? All of those things. Yeah. You know, we think about those things. Um, because it's the basis of what it is that you're going to bring, and it really can change the configuration of your rig depending on the answers to those questions. Yeah, know? so it's how many days, how many travelers, weather forecast, and how many miles. And from those four bullet points, everything else flows from. because um, starts to structure your thinking around budget for gas. It starts to structure your thinking around food. Provisions, water, like you said. Yeah, when you get, you know, you know the gas question, um, when you're as lucky as we are and get 13 miles to the gallon, um, you want to make sure that you actually have <laughs> enough gas in your tank to get to the next stop <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because we've cut it close a few times. Yes, even with jerry cans on the outside of the rig. Anyway, yeah. so you want to plan that out. Yeah, and then right underneath that section, um, I just put like notes about the route um, so I'll start pulling up Google Earth, or Google route, Maps. if you're from the South. Route. 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 <laughs> Shoot. Um, so I'll start Googling, uh, Googling the route, route. Now, great. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> there's no right answer. There's no right answer. Um, <laughs> and then making notes about if there's anything on the way. This is where I go to the Overland Bound forums. I start asking our crew, asking our members their experience. And again, just getting like, I'll sit and stare at the map 
from from our headquarter to the destination and just soak it up for like five minutes, making sure that I'm, you know, is there a different route you can take? Is there an obscure little offshoot that goes to like a, a, a monument or something, you know, that's unique? And, you know, so I'll give myself a good 10, 15 minutes just kind of taking in the path we're going to take to make sure that we're seeing everything and absorbing everything possible. Then it's we segue into the actual rig. And this is where I absolutely default to Michael. So you guys know, you get to know your rigs and you know when things need attention, but they're also big, just big categories you can make sure that you're, you're asking yourself about before you start out. We generally um, will schedule, you know, I've drive, I've, I drive a 96 F, FZJ80 uh, Land Cruiser. It's, you know, 20 plus years old. Um, 190. Yeah, 190,000 miles. Couple. You know, All I know gonna, is head gasket yeah. is we are scheduled for a head gasket issue coming up here pretty quick. So. Yeah, totally. So you get to know your rig and you know what requires attention. But there are a few different categories that you can, you know, run yourself through to make sure you're thinking of everything. And, you know, we basically break it down vehicle pre-trip to suspension, tires, all your indicators. You don't want to be pulled over if you don't need to be pulled over. Under the hood, you know, of course, all your fluids and your coolant. And there's a whole list that we have that we go through and we check under the hood. Um, Up top, just about the roof rack, mounting brackets, making sure that you know, everything you strap to the truck is going to stay there and that that's all in good working order. And then we hate rattles on the inside. We do go through the inside of the rig and make sure that, you know, any expendables that we need are in place, that we have enough water rattling around the cabin for, you know, humans that like to drink as opposed to big five-gallon buckets on the outside of the rig. And then recovery gear. You want to have all that stuff. You want to double-check it. Make sure if you used anything on the last trip, that it is um, organized for this trip. And, you know, like I said, I we generally plan to take the rig into the shop um, before we go on an extended trip, just to have things looked over, brake check, things of that nature, to make sure it's in good operating condition. Reminds me, we need to get it in. Yep, for the Mojave Road trip. Yeah. Yep, so we'll be taking the trip, <clears throat> we'll be tra- taking the vehicle in. For that stuff. No, some so this is gonna tie back to what we were saying about um, one of the reasons why Michael can just like get in the rig and go most of the time is at the end of each trip, and we'll talk more about this later, but at the end of each trip, we're making a list of what needs replenishing and what we what we missed. And this is typically when we get to vehicle prep for the pre-trip, the last trip is very, very informative um, to us about what needs to be done, what needs to be addressed. So, um, Yeah, I, one of the things I've done forever um, is I keep a notebook. And the notebook has, you know, three, three categories, basically. It was, it, and it is, you know, what didn't I have that I needed? Mm-hmm. And what did I have that I did not need? And... You know, what do I wish I have that isn't a requirement? Wait, where'd he go to that? That's on his floor. And (laughs) so that's made its way into our trip planner. But like Corey is saying, you know, it's just become, it's a very valuable tool because you're constantly changing your kit 
and it constantly gets better and better. Mm -hmm. But as Corey was saying, you know, the, the previous trip really does inform what you need to get for the next trip. And there's only one real opportunity to catalog that. And that is when you're actually on the trip, you use something, you write it down or, you know, Hey, I didn't have this forgot my matches, didn't have water, and I was going to the Mojave Desert, I'd better bring water next time. You know, you just make, you just, you just make a list and you improve it. You just scratch yourself up. Yeah, well, it's just because I'm funny. Um, so <laughs> the next page we have, once we cover the vehicle, then we, we I put double check on the planner. We really call it the stupid check. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to be family friendly. Yeah. And we call it stupid check because that is indeed how you feel. When you realize that you're, we started. You're, we we started your calling thing it, is sitting we, on the kitchen table, no, three hundred miles away. You're like, oh, okay, I feel stupid, really stupid. Check. stupid check. Before you get in the rig and drive off, you walk around and you look, <laughs> and you see if you have what you need, and that includes pre-trip when you're leaving the house. Just walk around and look, and we started calling it stupid check on one trip when. We had to stop to pick up the third coffee cup that had fallen off oh, our rig. Man. <laughs> it's like how many you know, we times? just didn't do our stupid check, and we had coffee cups all over the all over the rig. So anyway, just dumb. yeah, we just yeah, yeah. make make a last event. check before you drive. Away. Um, well, and for us, a lot of that comes into play with the the three cases. As many of you know, we have three cases. It varies. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's three, but we always have three ready to go and to be packed. And that is part of our stupid check. People always ask me about the cases. So I'm going to say this really, really quickly. They're like, what cases do you have? Mine are Plano cases. And you can go to our website and get the number. Here's the thing about Plano cases. I've had them on my truck for five freaking years. And yes, they're a little busted, cracked. They are not heavy not duty. Bad. You cannot stand on them because they will crush. They're not a Pelican, but they're also 39 to $45 <laughs> a piece. Dollars. So I love my Plano cases. They do just fine. People ask me if they're duff, dust proof, waterproof. No, they're not. They're thirty nine dollars. Calm down, right? sir. But they're great. You know, if you're not in a torrential downpour, they're they're gonna they're they're gonna do just fine. This is not a paid advertisement whatsoever. I mean, seriously. No, the lesson there, like, them. don't take away, don't take away, you know, Plano from this conversation. The the lesson there is is like, just think about what you really need. You don't always need to get the best of the best if you're on a budget. Yeah. So our stupid checklist. I mean, it's so fun to not be on a budget. I'm so glad that I'm it's not so on great. a budget. It's, it's so, so great. Awesome. Don't you guys feel that way too? <laughs> it's just wonderful. Um, so our stupid check, we just go through, you know, tent, sleeping gear, slash pillow. You know, clothing, toiletries, outdoor kitchen, power supply, campfire gear, propane fuel, recreation gear. Don't forget your wife's pillow. Do not forget. Off-road toolkit, fire kit, emergency kit, first aid kit, GPS and navigation. Like these are just the very, very, again, you, you start high level and then you start drilling down into the smaller details. There's a whole other article on our website about the ultimate overland checklist and it has a meal plan and it has all the things that you should have in your kit now 
I won't make the disclaimer here because the disclaimer is in the article, but you do need to be careful about your recovery gear, your survival gear, vehicle gear, and things of that nature. It's very critical. But we have a list of expendables and tools and kitchen supplies that you need to carry. Yeah. That's all over on the, that's on the website too. That's not a part of this conversation. Yeah, and so the last part of the pre-adventure for our trip planning is just around budget. Um, grocery, uh, groceries. What I have a list separate for like each case, so I can just uh, quickly write what is in each case, then what groceries I need to supplement or replenish, or you know what fresh meats and vegetables, whatnot. <laughs> she said fresh meats. What is that even like? Why? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then at the Sorry, bottom, re- rewind. I... <laughs> rewind. Say that again. I'll cut it out. Rewind. Oh, no, it's funny. <laughs> you have to keep it now. I will be mad. <laughs> Um, so the groceries, the fresh meat, (laughs) then, um, at the bottom of the planner, I just have the budget line items estimated completely just for food, gas, parking, entry tolls, any, um, you know, bridges, whatever, additional equipment, upgrades, maintenance, and then also a big section that just goes over how many gallons of water to plan to, uh, to bring or replenish on the trail. It's a calculator. Yeah. Um, it's really easy. The calculator is really easy. Yeah. And then that's it for pre-adventure. I feel like those, those two pages that we've, that I, I'm sorry, this is my, my thing I've created, cover it. And then we have a, a like Michael said, there's a, a tracker we have for when we're on the trail and we're keeping notes about what we're seeing and what we're doing and what we need and what we don't need. And then really the the post-adventure, the moment you come home is the start of your next trip. So we go through uh, what Michael was talking about. I have a section for what do we need to restock? What did we need and didn't have? Mm-hmm. What did we have and could have gone without? Yep. That one's tricky. That's the mm-hmm. trickiest one. And then at the very, very bottom, just what what did we learn? And yep. what I always find too going through this and after years of doing this, um, you know, hey, you guys that are our overlanding friends that live on the road have adjusted to long term sustainability in a vehicle. But for the majority of us who go on trips <laughs> and plan for a, a fixed duration of time, what, what I'll say is that I've always found that I come back, you know, I'm a little better now, but when I come back, I'm like, oh, wow, I could have stayed on the road for another month with what I brought. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the tendency is to way overpack. And one of our tenants is that we, you know, encourage uncomplicated uh, excursions into the great outdoors. Um, and you really can do with much less than you think you need. And um, that's a lesson that our, our, our end of trip exercise walks us through. What did we have that we didn't need? And the less you have, actually, the more time you have to enjoy the great outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's, that's our process from top to bottom. It's ongoing. One trip uh, just leads into the next. And if you would like to take a look at our trip planner, you can go to overlandbound.com backslash 
overland-trip-planner. There you go. And that yes. is the overlandbound.com slash overland-trip-planning. And uh, you can also, in the search box, type in trip planner. Um, the, the... Oh, and it's available other, to download and print out. Yeah, the reason to do that is because it's the non-rambly version <laughs> of our trip planner right. that is very distilled. <laughs> yeah, it's we're not we're not promoting it because you know because we make money. It's free. Oh, you it's guys, free. Yeah, yeah you no, guys go totally there. Free. You guys go there and download it. It's free for you. Um, and I think that's about that's, it. That's good. Yeah, we've, we've I hope rambled. we. Yeah, and I hope I hope this this helps a little bit. You know, once you get your list and once you have your checklist, it's less um, uh, less stuff you got to think about when you're going on a trip. If you have a process for planning and you have a list, it's less stuff you have to think about and it'll be easier to plan to go outside. You'll do it more often. And that's what Overland Bound is all about. Okay. All right, guys. Bye. Good night.